0: Let's collapse. Three dollars. Three. dollars. Three dollars. Hello and welcome to the $3 podcast. I'm Pete Tracy.
1: And I'm Jared Wilkinson.
0: And this is, as I said, the $3 podcast. The free <laughs> $3 podcast. Four How three. are you, Jared? I'm good. I, I haven't I talked to some you in good a couple news weeks. Today. You got some good news? Yeah. So did I. Yeah, we are. We all got good news good today news. in the in the music world. Really go uh, elaborate.
1: Uh, thanks to the incredible talents, uh, the, the the incredible vocal talents, not only in singing but of public speaking, of Taylor Swift, uh, my idol. She uh, declined to like let her music be used with Apple for their streaming service for for three months for free, and she didn't have a problem yeah. with the streaming service as far as I could see. But it was just it was just that they wanted. Uh, artists to let them use their music for three months without any revenue showing to them, um, so that they could get the business started or whatever. And T Swift came oh. out against that. And, uh, everybody in the music world is very excited about that. And so Apple backed off and they said, okay, those three months will pay. It was good news.
0: <laughs> How could they possibly try to justify not compensating the artist for, for having that? I mean, they were just trying to, were they going to compensate her like on the back end somehow?
1: I, it's just like, I, I mean, it was for everyone. It, for them, it would be the best business move for them. And I understand that. It's like, hey, we want to do this three months for free and yeah. then it, so that people start listening. And then when if people start listening, then they'll start listening to your songs and then you'll have more viewers, blah, 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 blah. And then we'll pay you more than Spotify does. But they're just kind of like, thank God for Taylor Swift. Seriously, for somebody standing up and saying uh, it's not... It's it's never free, you can't just there's n- there's no free lunch.
0: There's no such thing as a free lunch. <laughs> you are not me talking
1: to, yeah, we're not talking about like a thousand dollars a day for every three months. It's just like if somebody listens to it, and it's we get the artist gets fifty cents or something, then it, there should be fifty cents every time. No no three months. That's uh, we need to do that. And she was saying that I she mean, was lucky enough sense. to be in a position where. Uh, she was on her like fifth album and she could afford to you know mm-hmm. take some risks or whatever but she was saying i'm speaking up for the people who are releasing their first ep that this would you know destroy A- and interesting enough one of the bands that i she love says that <laughs> but i mean yeah, let's right. be
0: real it's really the the, anth- the real re- uh reason is well actually this doesn't make me any money but they have her you know pr experts say that it's for the, the people with EPs that won't get paid. Very, very possible. Anyway, maybe I'm yeah. just cynical. But this is, I mean, and it's weird that they would ask T-Swift. I mean, T-Swift is, of course, going to rebel against this because she was one of the... I mean, I don't know if, how many artists have done this, but she rebelled against Spotify. Yeah. And she, she took her stuff. She doesn't have any stuff on Spotify because they weren't compensating her enough. Um, but she also then had some reason that was like you know you know i'm not you know people should i'm not getting compensated for like the art that i'm you know producing you know something like that that was you know romanticized the art portion but i mean it's someone told her to do that she probably had no idea how much money she was getting paid for spotify but the guy who, ha- who has a gets a a piece of the pie said hey you're not getting paid enough to do this and you're a big superstar so you'd make more money not doing this and yeah, to listen to him.
1: Definitely. It was a good move to listen to him. I mean, <laughs> there's no, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's like, if you don't need, even if she doesn't mean to do it, she's, she's by accident helping the little people <laughs> like and it's affecting a good, a good change. It's one thing to say, uh, I'm going to donate all my money. To some research and then buy yourself, you know, two boats that uh, you used to fight with your best friend, you know, or something, and then just sink them in the Pacific. But uh, it's another to actually to say like, oh, we're not gonna do it, and we should all not do it, right, guys? And then she knows she's gonna be getting millions of dollars anyway, but still, she's uh, she's holding the banner. Um, (laughs) But but as an example, like uh, a band I really love and admire is uh, Snarky Puppy. And they're Grammy award-winning artists. And they just wrote something about the Taylor Swift thing that they were very in support of it and glad that she said that. And they said, uh, personally, we spent a decade, close to a decade, nine years of playing without uh, releasing anything in which we were in the black. Like, we were in debt. Losing money and losing every time. money for ten years while doing this. And they're like... You don't do it to make money. You just, but you need money to do it. You know what I mean. So they're like, I thought, what a great example because that band's, I don't know, maybe been around fifteen years or something like that. Yeah, maybe maybe I'm giving T
0: Swift. Maybe I'm giving T Swift like too rough of a time. You know, respect the Swift because she's. I mean, she's making more money, but I guess, I guess so is you know everybody else, including you know the artists that. Don't have the same backing and are, you know, trying to make it, but are really great artists, but don't necessarily have it, the same uh, revenue coming in that T-Swift has.
1: If I can be honest, it sounds like you and T-Swift have some bad blood between you. other. We got
0: some bad, oh, bad blood, man.
1: Oh, bad blood. Anyway. What was...
0: Uh, that was he good news He thinks I'm making pain. more money because I'm... <laughs> <laughs> On iTunes, yeah, that's it's, about, it's about me. Yeah. Well, it should be. She's good. And the cynicism that I have towards her business decisions.
1: You're so, I'm like, I'm stoked about maybe I'll get a dollar the next time I play out on the street. And you're like, <laughs> she's just doing it. Nobody listened to Taylor Swift. I'm like, Pete, you don't know what you're saying. No, she's <laughs> just trying to we, make money. No, we need the money. Pete, she's doing good. What was your good news? <laughs>
0: no. What's up?
1: What was your good news?
0: Oh, you know, well, I've been working at uh, my uh, job for a year now mm. as, a, as a, as a data analyst for a tech startup. Whoa. And, and uh, <laughs> me and some crazy. others have been working there for a while and they gave us a raise. So, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That was just my, my big exciting news.
1: Nice. I can't believe it's been a year. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, that's,
0: yeah. I guess that's the weirdest thing. And I, and I noticed this when I went to my alma mater's graduation recently, it was like, yeah. wow, it's been a year. Yeah. I was like, what have I what have I done in that in that year? Have I done enough?
1: I remember when you got that job and you were over at my house in the summer, you got a phone call and we were playing Mario Kart 8 because it had just come out. And uh, you were getting phone calls that were like talking about healthcare and what kind of Mac you wanted for your new job. And like they were offering all this different stuff. And I was just tweeting to my like 10 followers. I'm like, yo, beat just got a great job playing Mario Kart 8. Lot going along in my life, you know, <laughs> it's looking good over here. And then after that day ended, you went off, you moved to Boston, you went, a, you had a great job. And like I, I uh, didn't even beat Mario Kart Eight, so it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty sad, sad story. <laughs> I remember. <You> know,
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's just, uh, and it was always weird because I, my senior year, roomed with so many Type A's. They, literally, all three of my roommates had jobs. The November before graduation, yeah. So and I, and I didn't get a job till uh, shortly after I graduated. So for that whole six month period, it was like I felt felt like I was way behind.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, that's where I'm at right now. Graduating, I'm like just playing gigs, which you wanted to talk about gigs.
0: Yeah. Actually, I had <laughs> another question for. We talked about the gigs. Oh, was, sure. I saw yeah. your, uh, you know, talking about your stuff going on. I sure. saw your dad posted something on Facebook, and I was really interested to see oh, what, what the explanation like of this was. <laughs> I can, pu- I can uh, hold on. I can pull it up my in just da- a second.
1: My, my dad posts the best stuff. Yeah, we're trying to get him a blog so that he can just write <laughs> all his all his thoughts. I mean, and-
0: he should have a blog because everything <laughs> he posts is like. Ten paragraphs.
1: It's so long and it's usually <laughs> yeah, like, like a comment on somebody's it's picture, got like, yeah. and it's like a huge It's got like thesis. an intro,
0: a body, and like <laughs> a conclusion and some
1: That's that's less. That's yeah. less Wilkinson. Right and there. I don't know,
0: I I imagine that he's he like he believes that when he goes to post something that it's just gonna be like a quick thing. But then yeah. he just he gets inspired more and more and it you know, expounds further on this idea until he's got, you know, this whole thesis on on his whatever he's talking about
1: you would think but he actually he talks all the time about how like he's got this wisdom that he just wants to impart <laughs> onto everybody and he's just he's just looking for a forum he's got it all prepared like on a piece of paper he just needs a podium what did he post <laughs>
0: right, he posted this uh two days ago june 20th and it says l and j Maine llc acquired its first assets yeah TX Bank of Maine for the financing, broker Chris Valley for the courage, Allie Forrest for giving us the chance, and my lawyer, Colby Wallace at Bernstein Shure, who helped us navigate some tricky issues skillfully. Vice President yep. Robin Wilkinson, who is your mom, is a bit mm-hmm. nervous, but she is on board and loving her new office status. And the two guys in this old photo, I'm assuming he was talking about his, his uh, profile picture which yeah, is y- which is you and him. Me and him. Yeah. Are going to get it done and accomplish our mission in the next 15 months. And then, who knows? We have much yeah. better hair than the Donald. I'm assuming Donald Trump, who yeah. recently <laughs> announced he's running for the president of the United States.
1: He invokes the Donald <laughs> in, his, in his status.
0: Yeah, that was the conclusion with an exclamation point. Yeah. And Ellen J, I can only assume, means Lester and Jared.
1: Lester and Jared, yeah
0: so yeah, I was just yeah. wondering what was going on?
1: The ink is dry and that and that deal's been done so i can I can talk about it I don't want to go too far into it, but uh uh l and j is a company that my dad and I formed um that's like a company of three there's me, my dad and my mom <laughs> and uh but here's here's the deal uh there were some properties that were um that were being that Allie owned and uh, we were trying to keep them but it was getting too too expensive to, to keep them all and they were starting to you know go down and like housing it's so difficult to like own property and be a landlord and people weren't paying their rent and then you got to kick them out but then they you have nobody in there to pay rent so it's like you got to make decisions and calls so anyway those houses are, were uh, were starting to be too expensive to th- and the bank was like hey let me explain to you how much the Wilkinson's run this world? Because our solution was, I was telling Dad, "Oh, we, uh, we're, you know, we want to keep these properties or whatever." And Dad's solution: I'll buy all the houses. <laughs> and he buy went to the out. bank, and the bank was like, "We're gonna sell," it, and we 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 bought them up. So essentially, to save the town, uh, the mayor bought the town. We just bought it. Oh, <laughs> and now we own, we own all those properties and and we're going to like be our, and now dad and I are the landlords and we're going to try and make them into a, uh, uh, business. Nice. You know, collecting rent. Yeah. So you guys yeah, are so like officially,
0: good. uh, like an LLC. I
1: can put on my resume, a uh, man, like manager business? of, of LNJ LLC. Yeah. Wow. We're, oh, we're I mean, you give yourself more credit.
0: you could be like, like CTO, CFO so- or something. <laughs>
1: I, I was going for Supreme Chancellor. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> of LNJLC. <and> <laughs> yeah, so that's that's cool. But man, don't, whatever. I I'll work with the bank at, at some point. Like banks are it run the world and they're everywhere. But God, do I hate the banks. I was like living in grapes of wrath for a while. <laughs> Nothing you can You're do. Out Just west. Get out of my face, man. And you, and they won't go away until you throw money at them. That's all they understand. It's so annoying. I mean,
0: that is. But yeah, that's the all done. And then I think the next status
1: my dad posted was like on Father's Day, and it was about like, "Hey, thanks to everybody who who uh, respects fathers or whatever, but to all those fathers who like neglect their children and are absent, like you better step up your game." And I was like, "What? What kind of Father's yeah. Day, status well, is uh, that?
0: I think the quote was, cause "I'm still on your dad's Facebook page." Is, <laughs> to those fathers, to get off. Get some help and cut it out. <laughs> I know it's hard, but do it,
1: kids. Just he watched the Shia do video. it. <laughs> Just make do it. Make your dreams come true.
0: <laughs> I guess in this case, it would make your children's dreams come true.
1: Is that, isn't that the best Paint Father's Day status? When you're, like, make scrolling your through? your dreams come true. <laughs> you're scrolling through, and you see everybody posting, like, Happy Father's Day to the bravest man I know, and like all the fathers and and fathers to be out there. Happy Father And then you come to my dad, and he's like, "You better cut it out, you deadbeat dads. You better pay your <laughs> pay your uh, your you know alimony and, and get it together." Yeah, I, I love my dad.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's a great presence on my new season. I want to call him Lester Seymour. Because every post he has has uh, a place to click that says "See More" <laughs> to expand. That's
1: the best. That's that's his new nickname, Lester, Lester C. C. More Wilkinson. Wilkinson. <laughs> but it's but it's spelled S E E. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that <laughs> More Wilkinson. Absolutely, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I'm no, glad you're enjoying. Awesome.
0: I'm glad. I'm glad that the. Uh you know the uh the, you know the thing with the properties and everything is working out well
1: oh yeah we we the wilkinsons get it done you know i learned that from my dad
0: i've been <clears> trying <throat> to find cuz i want to start now trying to build a future cuz hmm. that's a thing right yeah you sure to, you know you try you work hard and and you make a little cash and then you try to make that cash make you cash yeah but i'm thinking like what am i supposed to like like investing sounds like a good thing to do but where am I? Sp- what like <laughs> where?
1: Yeah, where do you? Who takes my money?
0: <laughs> I think I'm going to invest in uh, L and J LLC. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's become that's, a, uh, a shareholder there.
1: You take a you take a big risk when you when you like because we we fluctuate. You know, we're wave of the future. The Wilkinsons
0: but, run the town.
1: Yeah, we do. If you want to invest in the town of Augusta, Maine, <laughs> then invest in L and J LLC. Cause we will get it done. You got to make your money work for you. Like I was, um, w- like with the uh, with the band and and just in music in general. Like you got to spend money to make money, and you got to find out where you're gonna. Should I invest in this equipment? Is it gonna really help me? Can I squeeze a couple more dollars out of what I got before I have to pay or whatever? And and uh, but you just like always remember in the back of your mind two things. One, just do it. Just and two, do it. You got. Make your dreams come true. <laughs> That's number two. <laughs> it's a farther away. Just, just do it. <laughs> Don't think about investing. Don't th- just do it.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's nothing, nothing to it but to do it. And yeah. so, yeah, one of the things I did want to talk about is, you know, because I, I did a gig, I did a, uh, an improv gig this weekend. Making
1: money, trying and, to make and money, and it was
0: not a good gig, and it, and it also wasn't Ooh. a paying gig. It was, you know, more like. Uh, you know, just oh, a- another yeah. way to do improv with some other improvisers and to, mm-hmm. you know, get more involved with like the the, the Boston improv community. So that, that was my yeah. why I did it. But it was still not a good gig. Ooh. So and I know you you do gigs all the time. You you know, I do. That's
1: it's you know, true. That's your
0: thing. Uh, <laughs> so with any type of performance, especially when, you know, you're not Taylor Swift. There's a good oh. chance that you'll have some not-so-good venues, not-so-good gigs, or just some, some bad stories. Or if you are just a fan of local music, may have maybe have attended some gigs that were not-so-good. So, good. so oh, I wanted yeah. to pick your brain about maybe some of the bad gigs you've had, and or th- that you've seen.
1: <clears throat> well, let me tell you something about me. Sure. I don't fail. Uh... Oh. <laughs> uh,
0: I would like you hear to. Hear that say shareholders of L LLC. that that's the we he don't fail. He does not fail. fail. He will bring the company yeah. to the top. I I like
1: to uh I, it's not because Is I'm Say your presentation I'm really... to the
0: board. <laughs> we
1: don't fail. And then everybody just goes, Yeah we wave the American flag.
0: And just some <laughs> charts with the with the arrow going up and right.
1: It's me it's me. <laughs> it's... It's me, my mom, and like a stuffed bear at the table with a bow tie, and I'm like yelling at him, <laughs> charts and crayon.
0: We got Seymour Wilkinson on Seymour
1: Wilkinson on the on the board making yeah. making moves,
0: running um, p- our PR campaigns <laughs> through social media.
1: It's a, uh, you t- you wait. This company's targeting take fathers. Yeah. <laughs> um uh gig wise i don't i tend to to have pretty good gigs because i um it's not because i'm really good and i can just kick it out it's because i over prepare to the nth degree Oof. uh and i i bring like if i if i'm in a band with you're a guitarists, uh, bassists, and uh, a drummer. And a th- I'll bring a drum kit. I'll bring microphones, like extra cables, everything. So, so it cannot go wrong. And then it's up to me to practice and like get stuff. I'll write a lot of songs for the for the bands so that I can choose what part I play. <laughs> so I know I'm not going to mess up. Like I'm way over-prepared for everything. However, I have been placed, like plucked, into groups where they aren't good <laughs> and Ooh. I have to like be That's in the rough. midst of them not being prepared and uh bad and,
0: by association
1: <laughs> yeah bad by association so so the first gig that comes to mind and and you got to understand in music I am going to run into everybody again so I I can't be naming a ton of names but
0: no, if don't, any don't of name them names. listened
1: if any of them listened, they would know who who I'm talking about. It's like not, but anyway. So the first one that comes to mind uh, that I was in was at the end of uh, every UMA semester. There's something called Jazz Week, and it's awesome. And if you're week in jazz. the uh, if you're anywhere near, uh, can make it to Augusta. Go to the Jazz Weeks. It happens at the end of every semester, fall and spring, and it's it's a week long of Music and some of it can be original. It's usually ensembles like jazz ensemble, progressive rock ensemble, contemporary sounds, and different stuff like that. And it's it's great. <clears throat> so I play the saxophone is one of my instruments, and there's not a lot of sax players, not a lot of horn players around uh, UMA usually. And so they wanted a horn section for a couple different songs, and they were like, "Hey, uh, you want to come out?" Th- yeah, and this is like the director of the ensemble. They're like, hey man, you you wanna, you know, come play the with us? And I'm like, sure, just
0: We need the sexy you know,
1: sex, man. Oh, need that sex. You gotta blow that horn and that, that. and I like I know he's get he doesn't know squeeze, what he's talking about. To do <laughs> and I'm like, cool, I got a bunch of responsibilities, but if you just if you give me the music, you tell me the time, I'll make time for it. I like, you know, that kind of work i like more responsibility when they're like hey can you do this can you do that yeah sure so
0: yeah uh, you become like the utility guy like oh man
1: we need someone right
0: called jared called yeah, jared it, of L llc <laughs> it's
1: it's actually more like being a crack whore on the side of the street like i'll do oh, whatever you want i'll do anything <laughs> I'll, I'll play sax i'll play guitar i'll sing put whatever in you the want show. just, put play, in just play and and Keep in mind, this is a free show. This is co- these are all completely free. These these performances. I and like so the think more.
0: It's like like they're doing different shows, and then whenever they need, it's like like oh man, we always need a sax, and then and then uh the director comes in, and it's like. He went to Jared.
1: <laughs> oh, That's he went word. to Jared. I bought can my no wedding. Be Jared.
0: <laughs> and then you come in playing that like that melody to the, with the sax. It's <laughs> so, so, so corny. He went man. to Jared for the sax lick. I
1: I went to uh, side store. I went to get my engagement ring at Jared because if you if I didn't go, the amount of <laughs> shit would that I'd get would bury me. And just like it. But if you say, did you go to Jared? And I say, yes, that's did the end of the conversation. <laughs> just some Snickers and then we're done, you know. But did if you... I say no.
0: <sighs> when you walked in, did you say hello? I'm
1: Jared. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I represent all,
0: all the obnoxious <laughs> comments about <laughs> you buying jewelry at any time of your life.
1: <laughs> you, you really do. Between uh, just that, that
0: and any time that you've purchased like a Subway sandwich. Oh, it's just the that's worst. That's right.
1: I go and at Subway sandwich I just get like a meat sandwich. I don't even get anything good on it or whatever. So it's like I'm the anti Jared. Jared at Subway. Yeah. Um, so well, I guess it's the I same am, thing
0: when I eat pumpkins.
1: Yeah, Peter haven't. Peter pumpkin eater. You yeah, eating pumpkins over there?
0: You eating pumpkins over there? Yeah, less common. Yeah,
1: it is because who eats a fucking pumpkin all the time? <laughs> Maybe a pumpkin. Hey. Like, yeah, pumpkin pie is good, man. Anyway, so uh, this uh, this gig that they say like in who knows the the show was in like June or not June, but uh, I don't know May, and uh, they approached me in January and they're like, "Hey, you want to do it?" I'm like, "Sure." So they uh, it's like two weeks before the performance, and I have to contact the guy and be like, "Hey." am I in this? Like, do you want me to come and rehearse with you guys? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll get you the music soon. And I'm like, uh, you get the music to me <laughs> tonight. Or you ain't get it. I can't, you know? So they. Who do you think uh, I am? <laughs> amongst them, they're doing a bunch of different charts. And they send it to me and then the, uh, the, the trombone player that's also in the horn section with me. And he, he went to UMA. And we show up like as we get the the emails i'm emailing him uh the trombone player on facebook and i'm like have you seen these charts and he's like yeah and i'm like they're wrong and he's like so wrong <laughs> they're not like <laughs> terrible and they're doing uh this is uptown bad. doing uptown Real funk bad. you know uptown funk
0: yeah. yeah
1: yeah this they gave the horn parts to us and we just like Printed them off, and then me and the trombone player, like, had a side session where we had pencils and took, like, you know, sharpies to them and just, like, nope, this is wrong, this is the wrong rhythm, this is the wrong note. Hey, you go above because it doesn't make any sense for me to be here. Like, just totally rearranging it, having to do all the responsibility, and then coming in and playing it, and they're, like, we've only got two weeks before the show. The guy, like, freaking out, he's, like, telling the other dudes, the director is, like, hey, you guys gotta get it together because... We got the show soon. All right, let's play this. And then, because we got to let these guys practice. We play through it, and me and the trombone player just, like, kill it. It's like, we are on a professional level. dunk. And he's like, whoa, cool. So we set this. We do that. We're like, okay, whatever. It takes us, you know, two rehearsals mixed in with the hours of practice, you know, on our own. And then we, we do the show. And uh, we're singing, we also chime in, and we're singing the uh, girls hit your hallelujah. Oh. Like, we were like, oh, it'd be funny if we did that. And then we did the Julio get the stretch bit. Like, suddenly we're leading the band. We've got all the ideas. <laughs> You're and the star. And we, then we do the, 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 the gig.
0: Who is the tr- the, uh, the trombone player?
1: The trombone player is a, is a cool trombone player named Lucas Soucier.
0: And yes, uh, I was hoping it was J and L. <laughs> it yeah, is, it is, it is L and J. J and L. L and J L, Horn yeah, Section. Sorry, L and J LLC, the utility <laughs> trombone and sax players.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, the limited, limited downtown. It's our, it's our <laughs> horn section branch. Um, and uh, we we get to the show, and we're all set. And there's just nothing you can do to make. a a tornado go better. You know what I mean? Like, if you're in the center of it, there's just nothing you could do. We're playing our parts, we've arranged it all, and just around us is a tsunami, a shipwreck of timing and rhythm and uh, bad levels and inconfusion. And then we step off the stage and we listen to the other things that we haven't heard, you know, because we're not involved in them. And we're just like, oh my God, this is, you know, like... And to be fair, everybody was... Was like decent in practice, but but when you get on stage, you you freak out, You're you blank. know, and you forget certain things, and like comes off, and and it's always on stage that something you practice a million times, suddenly you think maybe it's different this time, and I don't, you know, and that just takes more rehearsal, and it was it, it was a weird experience to be like. Picked, given two weeks to learn like all these different charts. Then we rearrange the charts and then we practice like crazy. And then the show comes, we think everything's ready. And it's like, there's nothing you can do to practice for other people. No, <laughs> like,
0: you're, you're at the mercy of the, of the, the success of others.
1: Yeah. And everybody who was at the show was really nice. You know, they came up to me and Lucas yeah. and were like, Hey, hey great job. And telling the other people, great job. And it was like, we knew what we were doing. We had a good time. Yeah. But what about you? this? This past gig was bad for you, huh?
0: Yeah, but I. You're talking about you being the utility sax guy, which I think is an awesome role. It reminds me of like being in high school, yeah. where I was somewhat of a utility musician as well. And the fact that <laughs> I mean, I was a percussionist, but also like I I, I was also do some piano playing. Uh, but was affiliated with like chorus stuff. Like we did yeah. chorus. We were in the Magical Choir our senior year yeah. together. Um, so I had Pretty my tip. own utility stuff. Before I was even in chorus, because I, I didn't do chorus till junior year, um, I was still one of the go-to percussionists. Like, well, yeah. the chorus needs a guy to shake a maraca for five minutes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get a hold of Pete Tracy. It's, he'll it's come so down. Weird. He'll shake this maraca. He'll, he'll slap a bongo for some, like
1: song slap that requires
0: it for for, for chorus. I'd be
1: come, come down here slap a bongo for us would you it's like this yeah. super cool jive that you're talking
0: <laughs> slap yeah <a> no. Bongo. <laughs> hey cats i'm here to hey, slap yes. a bongo Slappy no i actually bongo in health like in a... health class i got to skip out on the video of a woman giving birth because i had to go slap a bongo for y'all
1: <laughs> dude you missed you missed out
0: no, <laughs> on I didn't. that
1: video that no i
0: I still have not seen the video, but I, I feel like do I you know already how... have a plenty good picture of what the image might be. But, hey, I don't need to sit there and watch it amongst <laughs> my peers.
1: <laughs> well, you, well they all do that
0: and, and, and experience that together. I'll go slap a bongo while you guys you know, sing, like, Fire oh, sin on fun the fun Mountain bongo. or something. Yeah, oh, Symphony <laughs> Mungo. That was when I <laughs> Little... was of chorus. Little Baby Jesus, Jamaican
1: Hebrew style, like (laughs) remix, always the worst arrangements of tunes.
0: But even as Uh, a piano player, um, and that was, you know, because I got into Magicals my junior year. And truth be told, probably one of the big reasons was because I played piano. So I had the ability to accompany. And I don't know if Rachel was also in the, if Rachel Peterson was also in Magical Choir that year. Uh, so I don't know if they needed piano players or what. But I was able to uh, make it on as a as a singing bass, but also to accompany some piano. And I feel like, I don't know if uh, Miss Bowden was ever disappointed. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I always came through. But I yeah. was not like, a, like Rachel was like a piano player. Like she was in jazz band. She would be able to right. come. And she could read music and just play along. I could play piano. Like I knew... All the notes, and yeah. like, but I was more of the the piano player that like I didn't really practice that much growing up, so I could get really good at songs and, and develop a, a muscle memory, and like I had a musicality to it, but I couldn't like really I couldn't play and read music together like real quick, right. So it's just like I could always come through, but I I would always by the time for performance I wouldn't you know I didn't really read and play music at the same time well at all, so I would yeah. just learn the song and have it in my head which is sometimes an issue in practice because you'd be like oh let's start at like measure measure 60 and I'm like I have no idea where that yeah, is yeah
1: cuz you got to go through the whole like, thing you, like, before look at you get it to and I like I don't 60. know
0: how to like really come in at that point point. and right. I just even when we would sit down to perform even when we were in Disney World our senior oh. year together performing <laughs> I forgot and you were, we were playing a brick. <laughs> uh like the walls of zion yeah, which like started with like this piano solo and had this huge piano part that I was playing. Every this is me letting out a secret. Every time I played, I was just flying by the seat of my pants.
1: Oh my god, i And like wheel out a piano, and your face would go ghost white. Like <laughs> oh jeez. Oh no.
0: Yeah, I, I played a couple songs, but it was always like uh, every time I finished, I was like, "All right, nice. I got through it without like forgetting where I was." <laughs> like but getting off track.
1: But Zion's Walls had one of the best things in the world for you because I, I shit you not, ladies and gentlemen, Peter, uh, you're supposed to like roll oh, along the keys and let it this. and let it. You would just do it for comedy, but like you're supposed to roll along the keys with the sustain pedal on so you could play like 50 different notes at once, let them all sound. But there was literally 11 notes so
0: he would play. At least. It was it, the biggest chord I've ever played. And it was the final <laughs> chord of the song.
1: The last it's song.
0: Bums, and it would go. From the lowest note.
1: All the way down. And he would play the middle note, the sixth note with his nose. And he would just like collapse onto the piano. Just like. Like all the
0: way So they wheel out a piano. it looked like. She introduces the next song. They wheel out the piano. My face goes red. I sit there all nervous, play through this whole song, waving, you know, throwing my arms around, just barely <laughs> able to keep up. And as the song ends, I just slam my face <laughs> against the keys. It
1: just looks like it took so much out of you. That Drenched you're like,
0: in Whoa. sweat, <laughs> like, like you're Sally head down. you can't take
1: it anymore. And you just boom. It made me laugh so hard every time.
0: Uh, oh man,
1: yeah, that was that was genius. That was I had, crazy. I, I didn't even that know song, how how we played that song cutting. all year. Oh yeah,
0: and nobody—I don't think really anyone knew how scared I was to play the song every time. No, you,
1: you faked so, it well.
0: I didn't know the song. I would just be like, hopefully the muscle memory comes up, so at each part, I I yeah. can like my hands know what's going to be the next part.
1: Oh man, that's so funny! I did so that funny.
0: for two years. Um, played that song for one year.
1: Yeah. No, you did good, and and I you didn't have to do that nose thing, but it made me laugh crazy. No, and, crazy. and so Seymour
0: funny. Wilkinson, I remember after a concert, Seymour Wilkinson, also known as <laughs> Lester Wilkinson, Lester. comes up to me and he was like praising me because he was so impressed that I didn't need music. Yeah,
1: right. And I said
0: thanks, but my you know my real thought was just that I. I had to memorize it because that's the only way that I I could do it.
1: Yeah, who knows? It if wasn't I it wasn't like me
0: doing a victory lap of me knowing the music so well. It was like I had to <laughs> learn it and then so I can play it. <laughs>
1: How how fucking awesome would it be if you had gone up to the piano and like as soon as you sit down, you take the music and you throw it away and then you like <laughs> arms flailing and then you end by just collapsing onto the piano. <laughs> and then we just like drag you off the wheels and just bring you off stage with like a giant hook. Yeah. Uh, oh, that'd be amazing.
0: But anyway, that was my that was my, I, I guess that was weren't really bad gigs, but those are stressful gigs.
1: Yeah. Stressful <laughs> and, and
0: reminded gigs. me of being like the utility player. Yeah. Uh, but I was going to talk about an improv gig that I did Saturday, yeah. 2 days ago. Nice. Improv is very much a gig that you want to do at like a legitimate improv venue. But we right. did it at a I was just invited by because you know I I've talked about this on the podcast how I I'm, I'm part of the House teams at Improv yeah. Asylum. So I I you know I got to know a lot of different improvisers and someone in my house team said hey there's a uh, a like a music festival in Waltham which is like a couple towns over from from Boston um, where they're doing it's like the River Fest like this music festival and there's uh, a slot for some improv so I said mm-hmm. oh yeah you know I could make that and I could get a ride out there so I said yeah if, you know of course I'll do that you know I love the opportunity to be able to you know. Uh, spend you know meet more improvisers, spend some time with different improvisers, and just get to to perform at a different venue. But ah, uh, it was a music festival.
1: Oh.
0: and <laughs> you know if you do improv, you want the lights to be on you,
1: right. and, and
0: nowhere else, the you want people to be sitting down to see improv. But this was just like some older townies there to see some music and like get some kettle corn from a stand. Oh. <laughs>
1: Cattle corn,
0: yeah. And I just remember driving over. I was driving over uh, with this girl, Somalia, and uh, a guy who was driving named Tom Boyer. And these are you know different improvisers who I've never been on a team with, but that I have met sort of through the Improv Asylum. And we were looking at the schedule, and we had one half hour set and two 15 minute sets. Like a half hour set at like some it was like some park, and then two fifteen minute sets like in front of a margaritas. Oh which was God. red flag number one.
1: I feel so hard for you right now.
0: But the two fifteen minute sets were separated by a half hour, and I'm sitting there thinking, the only reason that they would have us doing two fifteen minute sets a half hour apart is if we're doing bits and different scenes while the band is behind us schlepping their stuff Setting in and out, up. and the next band sets up.
1: Oh no! That's the that is such that's like unique to comedy and where I, somebody's I, like fit, <laughs> a fifteen minute set is one of those totally blow your mind thing where it's like the the promoter is actually saying be funny for fifteen minutes. Yeah, like, keep like, keep the from ground, minute one to minute up. fifteen. Be funny, and it's like that's not you can be the funniest guy in the world, but you don't just come out and like. Like, start wa- Waka Waka, like the frog that comes back to life and starts doing it. Di- like, and everybody crack up for 15, and then the music comes
0: We were basically oh, feel for you. like a fluffer in, in the porno industry. Oh, oh, no. Just keeping them juiced up <laughs> Just keep,
1: keep for, for a little while right. till
0: the next scene starts, you know? Keep them it's, hard out there, and you're like, shameful. what? <laughs> and I kept saying this is like, we're we're doing this while the band's schlepping behind us and tom kept saying like no the, you know that's not that yeah. like you know is it a music festival it just kind of seems like a, you know like a river festival you know i you know i don't think that um but we do our first set you know which is a full half hour set you know we showed up and this guy was like blasting this music where we were going to be he blasting this music and doing this dance stuff people are having to the time of their lives you know a bunch of like you know, people brought their kids and stuff, and having a great time. Yeah. It's like, oh man, we're next. Like, it's gonna be awesome. So, we like whipped together, like, uh, you know, thought of a bunch of short form games to play. And as soon as that guy's done, everyone leaves. Everyone's like going to like the food trucks and get stuff. Oh. And we get our sucks. stuff set up. And it's just like a bunch of people sitting there, not because they even wanna watch improv, because they're like eating their banh mi. You know, they're like got a hot dog in their hand and they're just sitting there. Like, because there's just a table there. <laughs> yeah, right? So we got to do this. We grabbing microphones and stuff and just try to get the crowd riled up. And, oh, improv is such a <laughs> an audience-driven thing. You know, like, how y'all doing? Yeah. And just, like, yeah. crickets. But they you can't, know, like,
1: you can't hear the audience over. Who are you here with
0: today? I... <laughs> 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 nothing. Yeah. And our first game was... Audience participation where we needed two audience members to go up so they could like fill on the blanks of some of our dialogue as like a way to yeah. get them involved and like give, like a fun short form thing. Nobody wants to do it. You know, nobody's there to see improv. So we like drag right. these two people up and we're not even just you know, there are no area mics and we're not just screaming loud, we're holding mics in our hands. And oh, there aren't man. enough. There aren't Dude. enough. There's a number of times where <laughs> I ended up off. in a scene. With someone that didn't have a microphone and I was like holding <laughs> it out to them when they would when I would when think they that they talk. were getting ready to do some dialogue.
1: That's, that's the worst gig I've
0: ever And every done. game ended with just like <laughs> us like editing the scene out and being like, alright. <laughs> that was
1: <laughs> Yeah, that you was guys that are game. You guys are clapping yourselves. Alright. Yeah. <laughs> nice work, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, just... and I
0: said the thing it's like, you know, you know, any good gig starts with the words so um
1: yeah so, um, so uh, that's good.
0: we're uh
1: <laughs>
0: we're an improv group, and uh and it was just i mean it was like a half hour of just i mean it was it was shameful, you know we we couldn't stop, yeah. we had to keep going i mean this was like some gig that we were doing, you know, and some people would laugh, but it was just like at some point you feel like you're just like a monkey dancing around trying to chase some laughs,
1: yeah. I, I I can't shake the imagery that makes me laugh so hard. Of like you guys trying to do your thing, and every once in a while the DJ will just just pot up like in the back behind you guys, just like so you know we got bad blood, you know, you know, <laughs> and you're just like trying to do a scene, <laughs> and like you hear the, all right, okay, so um, you know we got bad blood. <laughs>
0: It's like, over. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been like someone who's like it's a weekend night and you're like pumped up, you're jazzed up to go do something, yeah. go out and have some fun, and you're the only <laughs> one in your friend group, and everyone else is just like so like just like so chilling down. and laid back, and you're like yeah. trying so hard to like revive the party atmosphere. <laughs> and it was like that, but on stage. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and without the failure.
1: Without like the friendship that cultivates something like no, that, it's, just it's people just, that it's don't that care experience about you
0: with strangers and just very publicly <laughs> viewed and like through a microphone.
1: That is, um, did you get, I did you get anything out of it? Like anybody come up say, "Hey, good job."
0: Uh, I think some one old lady did like, "Oh, that was great." Like she, I mean, huh? clearly she had never seen improv before and she was she had no idea.
1: I was pissing my panties all that, yeah, What? What did you, you say?
0: good job speaking into the microphone. Oh, mm-hmm.
1: that's those grandma compliments.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, it, you know, it was. I mean, if anything, what we got out of it was just some camaraderie between the people that went through that. And we were just making a lot of jokes about it, but that was before the 15 minute sets. So we go down yeah. the street to the margaritas and it's out front of that. There's like this jazz trio playing. We're sick. Like Man. this is, this is where we're going to be. Right. And you know, second red flag for my schlepping, um, theory and we're trying to figure out who do we talk to like who, you know we got to like get mi- you know microphones or something we got to set this up and there's no one to talk to no no one really we're not on any official schedule mm. they didn't even put us on the list mm. they just figured we'd jump in oh,
1: and fluff the that crowd. makes me so mad
0: yeah so so that band is it starts tearing down and we're like trying you know do we do this you know we we could just go into margaritas and drink some margaritas yeah. And and that will be the end of it, and we can just, you know, no more shame will come of this day. But we, you know, we sort of pursued it. You know, a couple of us were still interested, so we we end up going to like the the tech guys, and we got, you know, we were saying we're going to do this. You know, we told them who we are. We got a couple of microphones, and and the two guys that were with us that had emceed the the half hour gig, Bill and Bill, the two Bills, they had the microphones, and they were getting ready to go again. And you know, there's this area right where we knew we would be, and we just yeah. turn around and we're like, all right, you know, you know what? Well, let's just do it. Let's commit to it. You know, we'll just have some fun and go out there and 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 whatever. <laughs> and we grab it. We turn around. We're all high five. We turn around. Right as we turn around and go to start our set, like some like guitarist just like drops his amp with his stuff like right in the middle of where we were about to go, and like a marimba goes right through, and we're just like. <laughs> We can't do. We turn around and someone just plops a roadblock right there, and we're just like, no. (laughs) Just slowly turn around, and at that point, I just bust out laughing. (laughs) Because of how we're so pumped, and we just turn around and just like, just this big, a big roadblock painted on it. We don't give a fuck about improv. Just plops right in the middle of the stage, (laughs) essentially.
1: About you just guys, pops it. The stage guys.
0: is just getting marimbas sitting there fuck. now, and we're just like, Ugh! So we, fuck your craft yeah, We turn around and we just hand the mics back, and we're like, Oh, let's just grab a table at my And we didn't do anything, <laughs> no one cared.
1: That's
0: amazing. No one was, no one was, was like this? chanting, you know, improv, improv, you know, where's improv? No, <laughs> nobody cared. Improv, that, and I just, I just look at Tom, like, and he's looking at me, knowing, like, you were right. Like, we were just... <laughs> the dancing monkey Fluffers. in between the schlepping of the music gigs.
1: Oh, my... God. Was it, it was called the We Hate, Com- we Hate right. Jokes Music Festival. <laughs>
0: <That was> so, <laughs> what a bad... Uh, but, I anyway, we, we mean, we all had a good lack. It was, it was, like, a good time, but it was just, like... Oh, man. Wow. That was one you of need- the least creatively fulfilling gigs of all time.
1: That is amazing. But, you know, like, how now you have that experience like locked away and you're like, well, if we can make it through that. Yeah. That's what turns people off. It's like, they'll do a show like that. And then they're like, all right,
0: I mean, it it. makes, I mean, it wasn't like, like, I mean, it was, it would have been worse if they had been like brutal to me. They had like, yeah, "Yeah, get off the stage. (laughs) But they didn't do that.
1: Just, well, that's good. But they put a roadblock.
0: Yeah. That was just, that (laughs) was just a member of the band that didn't realize that, uh, Somebody else was about to go <laughs> on. We're just fair.
1: I don't want anybody. I want anybody running into my. But Marimbas. that just
0: sums it up. No one knew. Nobody cared. Oh yeah.
1: No one cared at all. Oh, that feels. That I feel. Yeah, for so, you know, it does better. make me appreciate
0: when I do a show at Improv Asylum and people like go there and mm. spend five bucks to go in and watch us do our craft, and they listen and they laugh, and you know, it's a good time. Yeah. I would still, if sure. there was like a similar event, I would probably still do it. Because, you know, like you said, the the crack whore. I'll do anything you, know, you want. Anything, yeah, man. Just, <laughs> you got to perform.
1: Yeah. I'll fluff. I'll do. I'll, I'll laugh. I'll joke. I'll sing. I'll dance. I'll, anything. Anything. Well, that is a terrible gig, my friend. That sounds awful.
0: But if I was offered the same opportunity, I would do it again. Just like you would do all yeah. those sax gigs again.
1: Dude, I would. I, because I'll, we got to do something. Like, I mean, look, there were a lot of guys in at those gigs that knew what they were doing. It's just like, and I also found out that the that the director like asked me to be in the thing. But then I was like, oh, I just need the charts. And one of the people in the group was doing the charts like he wasn't. So I was asking him and I'm like, hey, I'm still waiting on the thing. And he's like, uh, so and so should have gotten that to you already. Hold on. Let me yell at him for a second. And I'm like, oh, that was my first, you know, bad sign. But I mean... I've, if there was ever a train wreck, it's bound to happen. But if there was ever a a train wreck that I was involved in, I can't really remember it. Or maybe it was like when I was really young, you know, some stupid eight year old up there singing a fucking musical like for school or whatever. And parents just, I kind of like it. But if I ever saw it, I would be, oh, this kid sucks. Get this, (laughs) get this dumb eight year old off the stage. (laughs) But uh, I have seen, I have seen this guy uh who I will not name uh but everybody who knows me and knows him uh knows this guy and he yeah. he has been in music school i think since the the creation of 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 music i i don't know how the how he keeps showing up or how he's been good but you've gotta when you're in music school you have to uh you have to do performances you have to do recital lab um they make you play stuff yeah and and recital lab was always kind of like a kind of lame like if you had to do it you'd be like oh well i'll come up with whatever i'll just come up with something you know like throw it together and then if it was somebody somebody else that was decent you're always like oh i gotta listen to three different things but there was one where this guy would play and we would find out what date he was playing because like you never wanted to be in his group <laughs> but,
0: but you always you wanted had, to see
1: it you wanted to see it because like it he's oh man he's the worst Peter he's the worst <laughs> that's why he's still in school Jared musician but why is he in music like I don't know have you ever run into somebody that you're just like this motherfucker's not funny why is he cracking jokes? Like what? I'm so he's doing. Everybody looks like the guitarist in a James Brown band, like <laughs> you look. He's freaking out, singing his heart out, you know, playing guitar, whatever. But everybody behind him is just like, Ugh, like playing, and it could be like super heavy metal distorted guitar. He he ran the gambit. It was like love song, uh, you know, yes and rush tunes, like, playing (laughs) out of the... And he always, like, he he dreamed hot. He dreamed big. And everybody's just miserable. And not only could he not sing and insisted on singing, not only could he not play guitar and insisted on playing guitar, but he did this... This sin that is the most human of all performance quirks Ugh. that I that drives me insane, especially when it's something like a recital lab. Like it's just me, me and you doing whatever. It drives me crazy, and that is when something doesn't work, and you insist on fixing it. You know what I mean?
0: Like, like, like your your tuner. You know, he something? kicks. <laughs>
1: He, he's at a point in the Your song stand. and he kicks on the distortion and the distortion doesn't come on. And then, like, now the song is 10 minutes because they keep looping whatever solo section while he fiddles he, with the amp. He stamps and he's on like, his
0: pedal, oh,
1: unplugs damn. and plugs in the thing. I'm, I'm not shitting you. He, like, unplugging wires, plugging them back in, like, checking the guitar, tuning it up, going over to the amp, checking it's basically the, the amp
0: out. It's basically watching somebody work at an IT desk. It's like watching
1: minutes. it's it's like watching surgery it's like watching a train wreck like it's the worst thing that you could and and I understand it like we would go uh, like i we go to uh to music festivals all the time and guys like grab the mic and they've got all this energy and they're the front man and they're the singers and they got the mic and then they start all right, here we go now and you realize their mic's not on they're <laughs> like right? oh here we and go so. Now. So they run over to like the guy. Well, you know, one of the stage hands comes up with a different mic, and he turns it on. And I, have seen this. Like he turns the mic on, and that one doesn't work either. And it's just like, at a certain point, the singer just throws his hands up. He's like, I, I don't. I mean, what are we supposed to do? It's like if you're not going to start over, just
0: just go with it. You got to you know? improvise in situations like that. And I've That's been part in situations like that because I mean, you're talking about how when when you prepare for musical performances, you sort of like yeah. assume the worst scenarios and prepare for them. Yeah. I'm the opposite where I don't assume anything. And then I just, make <laughs> up. I had a time, time where, uh, in my senior year, I was in a musical and was still doing improv and was also in an a cappella group. And I blew out my voice after oh, the musical because I was awesome. just overusing my voice. And I, you know, during show week, I get a little bit of sick sickness in my throat So I ended up Mm. getting a little bit of laryngitis, not like a viral thing, but just like straining my larynx. And I lost my voice for a month, you know, a full month, like four and a half weeks. And part of that was an acapella concert. Mm. And I was the beatboxer for the acapella group that I was in. It was a a group (gasps) at (sighs) Bowdoin called (sighs) Boca. (sighs) And we did this song. uh, I forgot the name of the song. Uh, but I, I had a trumpet solo. Oh, and yeah. And I don't play trumpet. I remember And I was like. <laughs> and like, I, would, I had a solo like that. And, you know, it was like a, you know, people really liked that. It was like a sort of a novel thing. And I remember when the I song actually had a, a horn solo during mouth that part of the song. In the cool and, jazz club. But that, to do that sound, I used my falsetto and then buzzed my lips. Sure well, And it's not too tough You know for the aspiring Beatboxers out there It's like a fun thing To to, uh, to do And people Get joy from that yeah. Um joy. But When you lose your voice The first thing mm. that goes Is the falsetto Let me tell you, Yeah pretty much So I And I I was like You know doing All like the honey And tea and stuff Trying to get this So I could do this show It was like in a chapel With a bunch of people And like you know Some mm. professors that I had that Like were going to see me you know, whatever. And uh, I go out to do the solo, and I just can't make the sound. Oh, there's no,
1: there's just, it becomes a grand pause. So I just <laughs> changed the instrument. What? What'd you change it started,
0: to? I just started do-do-do's and was miming a violin. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, I you was picked, doing a...
1: You picked Motown do do doos.
0: And I was like miming a violin, and people were like laughing at it, like they were kind of going along with it. Nope. I think nobody in the audience knew the difference.
1: Are you kidding? Really?
0: But I I I don't think I turned too red. I just was like, I think I was already down in the dumps so far, and like was yeah. having so much trouble. And I was like, I got to do this trumpet solo when I have no voice. And I just went out there and just did do do doos and picked violin as like a mime to be like to pretend like I was doing it to make it seem like maybe that was like the the stupid gag that we were we had chose.
1: You are a trooper, man. You got some (laughs) bad gigs under your belt.
0: Do do doos, man.
1: Losing your voice is is the worst. When you got to like I lost my voice that time you were talking about in Disney. Like I I was. was yeah. losing my voice because I was getting
0: sick. That was funny because and, you were the only uh, one sucks. who was not screaming <laughs> through that yeah. whole trip. Yeah,
1: and well, Miss you
0: know. Bowden was so upset because she was like, "You're gonna
1: lose your voice if you're screaming at the cement."
0: That's not how she sounds, but yeah, right. Maybe then <laughs> she did. Maybe she was losing her voice and she was talking like that. you lose your voice, <laughs> and we kept screaming, but you were just kind of chilling. And the next day. Yeah. One one person lost their voice. <laughs> and it's you.
1: Dude, I lose it too. I don't know how I don't know why it happens so often. I guess it's because I, I won't shut up and I and I also sing all the time. But uh I lose that and it's become that's become a real problem, I mean but but you're right, like the first thing that goes is that high end, and like that's where uh, i don't I'm not a bass if you can't yeah. tell ladies maybe that's why uh, you lose maybe that's why you speaking. lose your
0: voice a little bit easier because you have like the higher range,
1: yeah, probably i mean i I don't know, I think I also talk through my nose and I uh punch myself in the throat a lot when I speak, oh, my! <laughs> so that could have something to do with it
0: do but it. i will
1: I, I'll say there's nothing there's nothing like uh like having no attachment to it, you know, and sitting, watching a train wreck of a performance. Yeah. Like when you just get to, this doesn't reflect negatively on you or your school or your brand or whatever, you just like get to sit there and you're like, wow, this is
0: Feel the awful. pain.
1: Oh man, I feel for you. I'm sorry. Like I, I'm sure I would hope that somebody <laughs> listens to this and tells me when I suck, just sucked and sucked. But I can't think of something because if, if it looks like that's gonna happen, I don't I don't commit to it. And if uh there's any chance I I prepare the shit out of it and just like at least I you know, come out all right, you know, and I, I'm comfortable with it. But yeah. I don't think I've ever crashed like you like you have, man. That is tough. You don't deserve crashes like oh. that. The guy the guy and, at Recital Lab, he deserves how, those crashes. How long have we been talking? Oh, about an hour and two minutes.
0: Okay, because I don't know if you want to wrap this up because I do have one small one that I could share as well.
1: Yeah, share that one, and that'll wrap us up. Because I don't right, have cool. anything to top these terrible, terrible bombs, <laughs> man. Oh,
0: I mean, you know, it's just you gotta take, you gotta, you gotta roll with the punches, man.
1: Yeah, no, that's 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 how you succeed. Is you just keep you keep fighting.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I'm also the one who lost his voice and still tr- <laughs> said, "Yeah, I'll do the trumpet solo." Like guys, don't change a thing. I'm going out, but I I was just—I was—I've been thinking about this one. uh, I thought about it while we were speaking, but I was going to talk about. And I talked about an improv gig, uh, uh, a music gig, but Mm. in uh, at school, I would, I would try to find ways to do, um, MC gigs, like hosting gigs, because those are some of the best events to do. I love just, like, you get to be up there and schmooze with the audience and just sort of chat and stuff, but you're not necessarily an act. Yeah. There's, like, some, some sort of freedom with that and where you just could, like, be yourself, but it's still kind of a thing. And I, sure. you And know, I would host a couple different events. I used to, like, Parents Weekend one time, and, you know, at the time it was, like, the uh, Asian, Asian Students Association, the ASA, they'd put on, like, the fashion show, which is, like, a, like a, a big event every year, and I got to do that, which is a lot of fun. Yes. Um, but the event that I was going to talk about is, and I did this, I did this twice. It was for the International Students Club, mm-hmm. uh, invited me to host and like MC the International Students Talent Show, which Perfect. I'm happy to help out. You know, there's a girl I knew who was, uh, you know, putting the event together, and I, you know, it's the kind of thing I like to do, so I was go ahead and do it. But sure,
1: you, you love all the other cultures, you know? Yeah. You, you're perfect for it.
0: Yeah, I'm perfect for it. The guy who's not even there from out of state, let alone out of the country. The most local student <laughs> there. hosting the International students. Uh, but anyway, it ended up just becoming a game of, let's see if Pete can say this name. The, and, you know, I, I, I loved doing it, but I'm not good at pronouncing every single name that comes at me? Yeah. And when I'm hosting in front of these people, I feel so responsible for saying it right. Right. You know, there's a lot of like Chinese names that I just have no idea. So I'm standing there trying to keep this event going. And I what I ended up resorting to was just <laughs> I would pull the students up and they would just sort of like introduce their own name, and then I would ask the questions about it, <laughs> so I could like get away without having to say their names.
1: And your name is Ahmadinejad? Yes, that's very good. <laughs> and uh, and what is your talent?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's so a if, good technique, though. So that was my thing. That was just like another thing that I was sort of like hedge my way. I was like, I didn't know what I was getting into. Of like how uh, potentially embarrassed that I could be trying to. You know, pronounce everyone's name, and then say the name of the song that they were going to perform, and everything. And I had, I just knew absolutely nothing.
1: Wow, <laughs> I, I was going to say, if you knew more, I was, I was like, did you ever say, uh, and now welcome a very funny man, Talik Maji, and then like a girl stands up and you're oh, like,
0: oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they would get up and they, they, they would, their name I wouldn't know how to pronounce, the instrument they're playing I wouldn't know how to pronounce. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. name of the song I wouldn't know how to pronounce, so I basically like would try to push all of my MC duties onto them.
1: <laughs> so you're just a guy with hey, a microphone, and
0: this is, and then I would stick them.
1: <laughs> you're a mic stand. And they're you're, playing. You oh, are what a is that stand. instrument
0: you're playing? And let us know the song. <laughs> and, <they're just> like, <laughs> and what song? What kind are you of is up there? That he's is. Getting, the... <laughs> he's not doing it. It's like they didn't give him anything. It's like they didn't give him a single pro- any program. Oh, let's pull up our next student. I wouldn't even say who it is. Let's pull him up. Because I would hey, be so next... terrified of of Wh- saying people's next. names incorrectly.
1: You could have, at the very beginning, been like, "Anybody have a program? I I didn't get one, and then you yeah. would have been set for the rest of the thing. Everybody would have understood.
0: And then I. You wouldn't have caused being... a jihad. And then I and then I would get like pulled into like some like. Foreign like traditional dance that I didn't know how to do. It's <laughs> like the the example student, and then it would be videotaped and then posted on the Bowden webs Bowden like Venmo or not Venmo the uh, Vimeo
1: the Vimeo account. Yeah,
0: they could post. Everyone would get Venmoed.
1: Venmo. <laughs> My <laughs> video. put it on yeah. your LinkedIn account is ruined with yeah. those, those. So right now there is
0: a uh, a video of me on Bowden's uh vimeo of me doing like in a shirt and tie doing like this traditional dance from i don't know where are trying to oh. do this dance and it's just like i don't know i gave it my best and tried to not be like disrespectful to anything that i was unfamiliar with but
1: dude that is the reason that like as soon as this is done we gotta cut this off because i gotta see that video <laughs> <laughs> i gotta watch it's gonna me. get some hits Try and do it's a, a, a traditional hands. Tanzanian dance. <laughs>
0: no.
1: <laughs> dance around. Oh, man, that is that is you. Man, you work.
0: And there's more to come, I'm sure. <laughs> my, hey, that's
1: the business, though. I mean, I'm, <sighs> I'm bound to, like... I've had people just, like, kind of give me the nose, like, hey, man, that music was kind of... Because I'll, I'll play some esoteric stuff or something, you know, and people will be like, "Eh." I didn't really like that, but I thought I was happy with it. I'm never like not happy with what I did, yeah. Even if they didn't laugh or they didn't like it or whatever, it's like, well, I did what I meant to do, and that's that's the best that you can hope
0: for. And for every bad gig, we have like a great gig.
1: Oh yeah, it was awesome. They're they're dying laughing. Yeah,
0: we can talk about that uh, on an upcoming podcast. Some of the best, Those are my most satisfying gigs of all time.
1: Sure, yeah, that'd be awesome.
0: Which is, I'll give a little teaser. Oh, my my favorite gig was with the screamo band that I was in playing yeah. at a fifth grade girls birthday party.
1: Oh, was that uh uh, bright in the skies?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, bright in the skies.
0: And we we got paid 500 bucks to play at a, a fifth grade girls birthday party. Anyway, that will be the, the teaser. <laughs> I can that more is about the next that episode.
1: That is amazing. <laughs> cool, man. Well, what do you what do you want to plug? You got something going on?
0: Uh, not a whole lot going on. Uh, that I haven't chatt- uh, chatted about, you know, Twitter handle at Peter Tracy Four. Yep. will Tweet juice <laughs> some sweet nothings. Nice. Um, and I'm still I'm doing a house teams run at Improv Asylum still for the next few weeks uh, with my team. Uh, the team name is Glenn Twisty.
1: Glen Twisty.
0: Name? Yeah, yeah.
1: I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yep. I think I gave a girl a Glen Twisty.
0: One oh, time. <laughs> I don't know. Is it like, I'll just assume it's like a cocktail drink or something like that that you whipped up. Um, yeah, it was a really nice And scene, so yeah, that's what I got going I on. It. At Improv Island, we got some house teams on Tuesday nights at 8. You got anything cool. to plug there, Jared?
1: Well, uh, if you want to see uh, Sasquatch, my band, at their best, on July 4th, we're going to be playing the Bath Heritage Day Festival. And not only will we be playing that festival, which is a huge festival, everybody's very excited about, and it happens every year, everybody loves it. But Sasquatch will be playing on a float.
0: Have you seen them?
1: Well, yeah. Have you seen? Have it you well, seen get Sasquatch? Ready to scenes. Get ready to see Sasquatch like you never have before. Because when I was pitched this idea of playing on a float, I thought one, crack whore, I'll do anything. Two, <laughs> how do you pass up? If it a floats, gig I'll like play that? on it. How do you pass up somebody's like, we want you uh, there's a parade. We want you to play your uh, your contemporary funk music on a float in front of like fifteen thousand people I'm like, uh, I have to, yeah, I have to, yes, I have no choice so I we're would do that.
0: anything on parade, you know if they wanted to have me try to pronounce <laughs> international students' names on, a par- on parade on a float and do, do that
1: Zimbabwean dance doing
0: a dance that I didn't know how to do, I would do it
1: well, that's coming up uh." <laughs> Pete will be there doing the Zimbabwe dance. Check it out. Uh, And then check out at underscore rude mechanical. That's my Twitter handle. Check out at Sasquatch Band. That's the band's Twitter handle. Go to Facebook.com slash Sasquatch Band. We got new music coming out pretty soon. Uh, We got dates recorded, uh, uh, set to record. And uh, a couple other gigs coming up, but I'll tell you about those in other episodes.
0: Is uh, L&J hiring?
1: L&J is not hiring. Ooh. We are not. I'm afraid that uh, all uh, immediate powers have been given to the Supreme Chancellor and I will be dissolving the Republic and creating the first Galactic Empire, the first Augusta Empire.
0: Wow, that sounds great. I can't wait until you guys go public.
1: Yeah, it's going to be big. (laughs) Bigger than Jones soda. (laughs) Oh,
0: cool, man. All right. So I am Pete Tracy. I'm Jared Wilkinson. And this was the three dollar podcast.
1: Three dollars, Dollar. Three. Three. Dollar. Three, dollars. Three dollars.